Good morning, beautiful ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to my podcast. Today we are going to be speaking about the last one of this series, this season, the two faces of Saturn. So this is about Saturn today. Saturn comes in the ascendance of two signs, right? Saturn comes in the ascendant first house of the Capricorn ascendant and it comes in the first house of the Aquarius ascendant combined with Rahu and Uranus. Let's examine what that means. Now, when it comes in the sign of Capricorn as an ascendant, the tenth sign of the zodiac, it becomes tamasic, it becomes movable and it becomes female. Right there, we got to start understanding in terms of tamasic, movable, dual, fixed, male, female, that kind of thing. Okay, by now you should have got used to this terminology of Vedic texts. So, in the 10th sign, Saturn becomes tamasic, Saturn becomes movable and Saturn becomes fixed. You got to understand the energy of Saturn. Go to the energy of Saturn as we have spoken of before. What is Saturn? Saturn is a gaseous planet which wants to ground, it wants to seek the ground. This is the reason why all Saturn ruled signs, both of them, Capricorn and Aquarius, are tamasic in nature. They want to ground, they want to see things in concrete in 3D. They want to structuralize everything. <coughs> they want to give build structures. They want to have earthly pursuits. They want to materialize things. That's the tamasic energy which is present in Saturn. So Saturn is all about also daily work. It's about the daily grind. Working day by day, week by week, month years and decades of a person's life is what Saturn governs. Saturn is responsible for that. Therefore, it is also called the Lord of Time or the Karmic Master because karma is basically nothing but we are playing out whatever roles we need to play out in this world. It may be as a dad or a mum or a doctor or an engineer or a lawyer, any number of professions, career paths that we seek is driven by Saturn. Okay, So in the sign of Capricorn, returning to the Capricorn, first house is tamasic, movable. It moves. It moves the energy in the system. For things to get done, you got to move. Okay. You can't be still there. You can't become a yogi and expect Saturn to do anything there. He has no role there. He's the guy who works. He's the guy who sweeps the floor, builds the house. And it is a female sign. That means it's introverted. And it's all about itself. Saturn is about itself. It wants to... It's the rebel. Remember the energy of Saturn? It's the rebel. It's very rebellious in nature wherever it sits. So Capricorn and Aquarius, ascendants, by default, they'll become rebellious in nature. They rebel against the system. That's how they move things and get things done, Capricorn ascendants. Now, the second sign of Capricorn, which is Aquarius, for the Cap, second sign of Saturn, sorry, ruled by Saturn, 
after Capricorn is Aquarius, the next one. So for the Capricorn ascendant, the Aquarius falls in the second house of family, self, one which you are born in or one which you are created and it also stands for elder siblings. So this is the friendly house for Capricornian people, this is where it plays out. They will have a strong tendency, Capricorn, to be looking always at their house, their family, their immediate family, which will be the main focus of interest of this Saturn in Capricorn. Capricornians, therefore, will always play out most of their karma in the second house. This is by default. This applies to all Capricornians. Let's look at the second one. Aquarius. Aquarius is the 11th sign of the zodiac. When it's in ascendant, the 11th house you're putting in the first house in the head. And what does Aquarius stand for? It stands for tamasic, fixed and female. This is one of the most tamasic signs of the zodiac. Okay, because it wants, it is fixed in nature. Aquarius is a fixed sign. Remember we spoke of Aquarius as the still air. This is the still air. There is no breeze. There is no wind. It's just still. The breeze was Gemini. The wind was Libra. And now Aquarius is still air. It is something similar in nature to Scorpio. In the terms that Scorpio is still water and Aquarius is still air. So it's the mind that becomes still. It's fixed in nature. It is tamasic. It wants to ground. It's governed by Saturn, Rahu and Uranus. Three things governing one house. So you can imagine the energy Rahu or the north node of the moon which is co-ruling the first house in the Aquarius ascendant is an obsessive compulsive guy. Rahu wherever he sits he wants, he obsesses about that house or the characteristics or the things that that house brings. In this case we are talking about the ascendant, the head of the person. So this person is a self-obsessed creature. Aquarius is very self-obsessed but being in the 11th house it wants to go out and experience and materialize things. This is why Aquarians are always about other people. They want to go and hang out with other people. They are all about the community. They are all about the society but they want to see concrete changes and in a maverick style of doing things. Aquarius is the maverick. Why? Because Rahu and Uranus together are all about individuality. They are all about doing things in an unconventional way. If everybody is going north, they will go southwest. That kind of energy and it is very fixed sign. See? Sorry, my morning coffee, I'm still on the first one. So, as we see, for the Aquarius ascendant, number 11, which is now in the first house, Tamasic, fixed sign and it's female. Again, it wants to, it's all about itself. Female is an inward directed energy. It can be in any body. It can be physically in a male or female body. It doesn't matter. This is talking about the energy of the sign. And for the Aquarius, the 10th house or Capricorn falls in the 12th house. So these people are very focused on spiritual matters. They are secretly seeking spiritual stuff. They are drawn towards spiritual stuff in their life. 
secretly. Why? Because it's a female sign. It's very introverted. It won't go and tell things a shout out from the rooftops of what it wants to do. That is the secret of Aquarius. It's secretively spiritual. Imagine that. Well, that's the energy it carries. And whatever they try to bring, Saturn in this Aquarius as ascendant, will draw them to bring unconventional forms of spirituality. Spirituality that is grounded in the external world. So these might be the new age gurus and new age teachers out there. They are trying to bring this in a different form and format, which is more earthly and grounded. But remember, Aquarius is also an air sign. Unlike Capricorn, number 10, which is an earth sign, it can do it more effectively. Aquarius will do it through air, through the mind. Okay, They are all about intellect. They want to bring new ideas into the picture. So this is the second phase of Saturn. So to summarize, the two phases of Saturn would be one who is earthly, one who wants to ground things, feel things in a physical way. And the second one who is all airy, the true nature of Saturn, which wants to be all about mental, mind, how do you make things, how do you create things. It's about the how. One is works from the mind, the air, one works from the earth. This is how Saturn acts into of these ascendants. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is my take on the two faces of Saturn. Now, if you want to examine where Saturn is physically placed, if you remember, Saturn also looks at the third place from itself, wherever it's sitting, in your birth chart. So the third place from itself will be the house of effort, where skills are needed by Saturn to do whatever it's supposed to do. The third house, from third place from where Saturn is sitting is called the house of effort. You need to put in effort there. Saturn makes you take an effort there. The seventh place from Saturn, the opposite one, is the one where it will want to bring that energy to the rest of the world, external First place is the self. Seventh place from any planet or position is where it wants to bring that to the external world. Tenth place from Saturn, wherever it's sitting in the chart, will bring about the karmic spot. The karma sthana, it is called in Vedic text. That means where it wants to bring this whole energy into play. What is driving the soul? Remember once again, always keep this in mind. The soul has no preference in matters. The soul is an abstract form of the oneness of all that is, which comes to play in these three gunas, rajastamas, in the three kinds of... Um, Ganas, the groups, Devgana, Manushyagana and Rakshasagana as we spoke of. So it comes to play in all these realms to get stuff done. And that's how it works. Tomorrow we'll begin a new season, a new series. we we'll focus more on the new human being aspects. But from an astrological point of view, it becomes very interesting as we go along. Do share this, listen to this. If you feel like donating a few chips to me here and there to keep this channel more going, please consider donating. The link is there in my podcast on rss.com. 
Take care, have a good day and be safe wherever you are.